Welcome to Neighbors Trash. I'm Paul and Kelly's here. <laughs> I got some in my how's, nose. <laughs> how's your day going? It's okay until I guess, yeah, oh, until I got here. Yeah. Still it alright <laughs> until you, you got joined the call. That no. is how everybody mentions me. Um I hate that I'm sniffing right now, but I need people to know that I'm having a kind of an issue here. Just uh, very dry nostrils. Mm. Gross. Thank you. But um, <laughs> so anyway, um, neighbor's so. trash. Oh, yeah. Uh, my day has been going uh, pretty smooth. I took a nice little walk. Um, I did some editing stuff and then I started to watch Starman again because I wanted to be very prepared. I have seen this. I saw this movie last week and then I started it again, but I did not get as far as I hoped um, since we started early, which I'm glad that we did because, uh, you know, I love starting early, but, uh, you know, <laughs> how far did, how far did you get? Like 23 minutes, I think. That's a good 23 minutes. It was a good reminder, but like, I'm like gonna I just just so you know, I'm going to get to a certain point and then it's like I'm going to seem like I'm like on my shit. Like uh-huh. absolutely on it, and then I'm gonna get about 23 minutes in, and then I'm gonna be like, "Well, <laughs> I think about, this yeah. happened." Well, I watched most of it last night, and then I watched the rest of it during lunch today. So we should be work. able to fill fill in the gaps. Yeah. Um. So I watched Kindergarten Cop at work the other day. So hmm. they're getting real used to me being real on the ball. Yeah, they're like, "Listen, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you made some interesting decisions." Not incorrect decisions, just interesting ones. Someone did come like all the way in because usually people will just like open the door and talk mm-hmm. to me. So I hate when people come all the way in while I'm still trying to like. I I watched during lunch, so it's not like I could sh- not supposed to be watching. But like I was like trying to close it down, and like someone came all the way behind my computer, and they're like, "Are you watching Kindergarten Cop?" And I'm <laughs> like, "Fuck." Fuck you. You recognize Kindergarten Cop within That's five true. seconds. So maybe. That's true. <clears throat> the only other thing new with me, I got my tracking bracelets today, which is exciting. What does that mean? Uh, I decided my employer needed to track where I was at all times. So I got <laughs> you a decided tracking... this? Yeah, I got a tracking thing and I gave them the tracker. They said, please don't. I said, no, keep this with you at all times. No, um, this website gives you little tracking like bracelets for animals that you can adopt Mm -hmm. so i have a shark a polar bear and a sea turtle and you get basically it's just a it's like a stupid little bracelet that i that i absolutely love but then you can track them on the cards they give you with them so if Mm -hmm. i look up i have a shark named boo uh, a polar bear named gussie and uh and a sea turtle named Luna. And if I open up this QR code, I can see what they're doing, how they're swimming around, walking around. Pretty exciting. You can watch a little radar with them? Yeah, I can see them moving. Wow. It's pretty fun. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So I have these little bracelets. So uh, if you're listening, Instagram, you can fucking sell me anything because I bought these. <laughs> so. I mean, that's cool. It is cool. Thank you. I don't think that's like uh and the money goes anything. Yeah. Yeah. The money goes to uh 
me. Uh, then <laughs> I <laughs> to am a big to, take it. to a big corporate uh, Google. <laughs> now it goes it goes to national parks, so oh. it's pretty fun. Those are good to fun. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, I'm really um, I'm really impressed. And I was hoping that everyone would be impressed. <laughs> the only other big thing I've bought is a mini chainsaw, which I've been going crazy with. So mini chainsaw? It's a chainsaw, but it's so small, and I fucking love it to death. I was out there, like, hacking down my trees. Oh, wow. Okay, so it is, like, a functioning chair. I thought it was, like, it's a, a little toy functioning... one. No, it's not a toy. It says right on the box, <laughs> not a toy. Um no, you have to wear protective gloves and all that shit, but it's really small. I made this joke on Twitter already. I don't like to repeat myself, but I'm just saying that if Gage and Pet Cemetery had this mini chainsaw, no one would have ankles in that whole movie because he would have been on it. It would have been like, it like slices through things like nobody's business, Paul. And it's uh. so small. It's so small. So I was down there because I got it because I had a I had a big rose bush that had died in my okay. backyard. So I needed to get that cut down. And I have like this like these like weed trees that like go through the fence. And I was like, oh, I don't want to like spend a bunch of money. I also don't want to get like a handsaw and be out there like handsawing. So I saw this mini chainsaw and I'm like, fuck yeah, I have a mini chainsaw. And then like <laughs> it was it's 50 bucks. And like I'm out, wow. I was, I'm out there just like waving it around just hacking down shit it's just Damn. it's been so much fun i'm so sad that i don't have anything left to hack down unless i just hack down my whole entire tree which won't be any good yeah that's the tough part is when you get <laughs> out it, when you're past the hacking phase and there's just yeah. nothing left to hack now i just want to offer now i know why my friend was like wanted to come cut down my tree i was like you just wanted to use you your chainsaw to use your chainsaw yeah now that's, i get it yeah because, like, every time he's in my yard, he's like, um, these are weed trees that you need to take care of. I'm like, if they're weed trees, why are they, like, nice trees? And he's like, they need to come down. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and then he starts ramming his chainsaw, and I'm like, holy shit, we're all gonna die. Come on over. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh. So now I have a mini chainsaw. So, um I can I can chainsaw my own things. Anyway, I hacked down like a bunch of like uh, that thing that uh, Tom planted in my yard. Like mm -hmm. I, it was a bush and it grew into like some kind of tree. And it was like getting close to the power lines, and I never knew it was going to get tall. So I hacked off all that shit. Oh God, I had a blast yesterday. <laughs> oh, I wish I have it right in front of me right now. I'm gonna I I, I put I it away. <laughs> put it away, please, before you start hacking stuff in your house. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I, uh, uh, oh God! Okay, you gotta get one of these, man. I don't have any reason to have a chainsaw. I would be if I bought a chainsaw. People would be concerned because I have no reason to own a chainsaw. I have nothing, nothing that I could possibly even come close to be having to hack. Like I would be sticking my head out of my window, hacking the <laughs> the park trees. <laughs> you could do that. I could do that, yeah. You could be <laughs> Hyde Park's uh... craziest <laughs> resident. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
hacking limbs off of trees and they're falling onto the sidewalk. <laughs> It'd be funny if you took that upon yourself but also bought a mini chainsaw to get the work done where you're like, I gotta go over there. I don't want to commit to a right. over a hundred dollar purchase. But fifty dollars I do I do want to start hacking down some trees <laughs> over in Hyde Park. If I just started doing it, I just need to get a yellow vest. Like there's so many That's of those true. guys that are just around. You know, like they don't know what I am. I don't know what they are. If I just got, I got a goggles, the goggles of a yellow vest, a neon vest, and I just started hacking stuff. Yeah, you know, it's, like, uh, I he wouldn't... seems like he's supposed to be there. I didn't ask him, but you know, absolutely, I wouldn't did. question someone in a in a yellow vest. It is oh. funny though, because depending on where you are in a city, when I did mosquito control. Our jo- uh, half of our job after like we would identify mosquitoes or the other half of your job would be putting the preventative tablets in the sewer drains. So we used to drive around. <clears throat> so the residents are pretty much just seeing people in Louisville sticking their hand out of a, a Jeep and throwing something in the sewer <laughs> and then driving off. So depending on where you were in the city, people would either question you, yell at you or ignore you completely. So like Old Louisville ignores you completely. If you're on the west side um, or in the poor areas, people would yell at you. And if you are on like the super rich side, people would like flag you down and want to read all the fucking bags that you had. Like I had so many yuppies on the east side just be like, uh, like reading back the ingredients to me. And I'd be like, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. He's like, I'm going to be calling the city. Just uh, I'm going to be writing these down. I'm like, all right, sir. Well, they're, <laughs> mos- they're mosquito tablets. So if, if if you don't want them here, you're going to have mosquitoes. And then you're going to be calling us about the mosquitoes. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how to help you at this point. So it's funny. <clears throat> oh so anyway, God. that's my day. Bracelets, that's your day and <laughs> some information about some previous employment you had. Um. <laughs> So, my previous employment history is as follows. We're talking... I, was just th- I was just thinking about your previous uh, employment because I was just thinking about the monkey that drove the train in Columbia Park. The monkey that did my job for a little bit <laughs> in the 70s, yeah. There was a train. It was an old, it's a repurposed, like, I don't know where it came from, but it's this, it's a, it's a heavy duty train. It's, it's no, no joke. And it goes around this little track around Columbia Park, and I used to drive it around. And, Absolutely. Uh, they don't let just any 16-year-old kid drive that thing. <laughs> it's heavy-duty. It's heavy-duty. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was a big deal. No, you had to be uh, 18. You had to be 18 to ride this thing. All really? Right. Yeah. Uh, How was, old was the monkey? That's why they made that rule. It's because the monkey, he broke it. <laughs> I don't know how old the monkey was, but there has it is confirmed that there was a monkey in the seventies. No one ever believes me. I was I was with Heath and Imbar at the Chicago Zoo, and they made me call Heath's mom <laughs> and ask if if there was a monkey that drove the train, and she immediately just asked if we were talking about you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you already knew that. Um. But every time I think about Columbian Park in general, which it's a giant park within Lafayette, um, Indiana, everybody it knows takes Lafayette, you Indiana. like 
three minutes to cross it. It's, it's huge. huge. No, Paul, <laughs> no, it's bigger than it's you bigger think it than is. I think it is. It is because it's the park and then it's the water park and then it's the zoo and then it's the park again. That's fucking huge. Giant. Bigger than bigger than like you don't three. Remember. Bigger than three houses. I work there. I know I work you work there, there. And that's what's so sad about this conversation is you don't remember. You worked there and you don't remember. I worked there. Anyway, I always have to ask people to like, I have to have people reassure me that my memories of Columbia Park are real because like the the train doesn't seem real. I know we weren't alive for that, but we were alive for Monkey Island, which does not seem real. I always feel like that's a dream I had. Thank you. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was just thinking when I started this call that I was like, I'm going to be really on it. I'm going to like jump up, get us like straight into the episode. You know, we're going to do a quick, like, how was your day thing? And then I'm going to be like, all right, we're going in. We're talking about Starman. I want to not do the clue thing where we talked about it for like five minutes. And immediately I'm, I'm like sitting here listening to you. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. How did we get here? How did we, we talked get about here? Okay. I know how we got here. I I know how we got. No, here. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we talked about Clue way more than you think we talked about Clue. Okay, okay. We talked about Clue for the majority of that episode, and I'm sorry that if I have more things to say besides. No, Star- I'm sorry. Because I... once we get into Starman, we're going to be talking about Starman, and I'm sorry that I bought a chainsaw and that ruined your life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying all that. You're welcome. Um, Sounds like you're just a little mad that you don't have a chainsaw and didn't have a blast yet. No, I am jealous of that. I love chopping things up. I love a, I love a nice sharp blade. I love a nice sharp blade. I love cutting uh, you... things with a sharp blade. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just regular things. I'm not trying to insinuate that I stab anyone. I'm just trying to tell you and, now. Uh, and you made it weird after you said it twice, I think. I know. And then I was like, I shouldn't have done that. But then I had to double down. And then it's hard to know if you're laughing or not. Um, so I feel sometimes like there's just silence. And... That's because I mute my mic to cough. Oh, that makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> If I laugh too much, I cough because of my allergies. Mm. Yes, mm. man. I had allergies for like a week here and then they're gone. So well, aren't you fucking lucky that you don't <laughs> live in the Ohio Valley anymore? I know it drove me nuts, man. I couldn't breathe. Um, This movie so, is called. What are you going to say? I was going to say so Starman. So you already got there. You got there. This movie is called Starman. And it's from 1984, and it is a John Carpenter-directed film, and uh, it's uh, shortly after the time of uh, Mr. E.T., and of course there's a lot of kind of uh, Mr. E.T.-related films around this time as well, Mac and Me being the, you know, the most egregious. Uh, This one, I think, is more like, what if uh, there was a different angle, you know? I think it was more like, I'm going to tell E.T., but I'm going to tell it in a different way, you know, um, just like the Munchies was to Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. I just watched Thanks. Munchies, though. I know. You keep talking about it. 
I thought you I love munchies. I think I might love it. I was like, if we if we are being honest with ourselves, and you know, we're, if we're asking where's Gremlins three, the Gremlins three's munchies, folks. Just get out there and watch it. I, uh, why are they? They're really dragging their feet on Gremlins three. I don't understand. I don't like either. I try, I try to understand, and I just don't. You try to try to try to understand. Like, if I was in those meetings, I'd just be upset all the time. I'd be like, oh, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Joe Dante, you come in here. You have nothing to you have nothing to bring to the table. And it's like, I'm trying. Well, that'd be I'm so funny if he keeps harder. coming in and he just has nothing. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> the gremlins are, they're like mean this time. They're meaner. <laughs> I don't Appar- know. Apparently he has like all these like ideas and they just keep not getting built. Like, I don't know. And then they try, they made like a hbo series and it was like if that goes well they might be able to do gremlins 3 and i don't think it went well but what i just don't like are, do people HBO not series? what yeah there's a gremlins i think it's a cartoon i never watched oh, it because okay. i'm an awful person and i wasn't there you're the reason gr- there's no gremlins 3 yeah <sighs> well i didn't want to watch that i want gremlins 3 like i i i can only write so many letters before no. i'm just i don't know i i might as well just do it myself by now but like they want to make so it like you grittier. should write gremlins three i should i should just write let's it. write it okay during the writing strike when it's oh, the yeah. best time <laughs> we could get in there and really <laughs> piss a lot of people off uh, not only am i a scab but, but uh, i'm also a genius i've also never <laughs> they're like you're hired because none of the talented people want to do it <laughs> i'm tired of hearing that whatever i get a job <laughs> it's like you don't have to tell me that you don't have to add that part in. You don't it was so to... nice of you to come in none of the talented people wanted to come in <laughs> so here we are uh you'll start my day um Okay, so yes, Gremlins three. <laughs> um, now this is a this is a podcast about the movie Starman, starring Jeff Bridges and uh, and Karen Allen and others. I had people. no idea Jeff Bridges was in that. When you explained this movie to me, you said you said Karen Allen, and then you said a man. Who who would who would say Karen Allen and a man? <laughs> Jeff Jeff Bridges is. I love Karen Allen, but Jeff Bridges is the big name there. You made it sound like it was an unknown star that like, like, and it was like, you were like, and a man was in her house. But first of all, they spend no time in that house. You pitched this movie to me as a man comes into Karen Allen's house and won't leave. That's what you told me this movie was about. Yeah. Like I said, he comes into the house and Uh then he grows into a man that is Karen Allen's what? And then I said, I don't want to tell you anymore because I don't want to give it away. This so is a like tease. A- so it's like, this is like a, a very small little bit of a, like a, just a small taste of what and that's, see, that's what happened. If I gave it too much away, you'd be like, oh, okay, I can kind of piece it together. I gave you just enough that you, you had to see for yourself. You I guess that's true. But it was just funny how quickly they leave the house based on your description of events. I told you up until the house part. And then I said, have at it because some, yeah, it's, it was great to see some man <laughs> act the hell out of this role. 
which he, I think he either got an award for or was nominated for, which I, I didn't know. I've never, yeah. I've never heard of this movie. And like, it's, it was, it was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. And it's uh, incredible. I, I loved this movie. I, I thought it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> That's why I was so excited. Cause here's what happened to me. Um, I have a lot of time to watch a lot of movies right now so i've been watching a lot of movies and youtube has this feature uh where i type in <laughs> i want to watch a movie and it gives me some <laughs> movies to watch. wait you just type in i want to watch a movie <laughs> watch some movies no this is not a feature at all i just go to the movie section and check and i'm pretty sure it also is based on what 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 subscriptions you have because... Okay, hold on. <laughs> That's not a feature. You're just opening an app and seeing I'm what right. movies are available. I, I know. I was trying to sell it as if it were a feature, <laughs> and now I'm backing off of that because it's not oh, a Oh, hey, Paul, um, Netflix has this cool feature where you, you open it up and it says new releases. Oh, my God. And well, it's all the new movies they have. But what I'm saying is, did you have to pay for this movie or was it free for you on YouTube? I, I just rented it. I didn't try to find it anywhere. Why would you not look at it on YouTube? Be it's free. Because oh, I don't. I wanted to watch it on my TV. That's stupid. Do Plus, you have a I smart a, TV? No, I don't have a smart TV. It's, it's just a normal TV. And I use the PlayStation to tell it what to do. Um, you can put the <laughs> you can put YouTube on the PlayStation. I did, but I'm not going to watch a movie on there. It didn't seem like it does. YouTube doesn't seem like a movie app to me. It just feels like I'm going to put that on and like listen to like watch little videos or like listen to concerts. I never think to watch. You gotta get out of that mindset, man, because <laughs> you're passing up all these free movies. Okay, I'm sorry. Possibly. I was just, I just thought it was nice because I just put a nice, I put a new cover on my couch and it's like, feels like a new couch again. So I got to like lay on my couch, which I never do, and watch a movie. That's beautiful. I'm sorry I said anything. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, why was I talking about that? Uh, I don't know. You got mad at something. Yes, I uh, did. The so movie. Karen Allen and YouTube. some guy are in this movie. I was uh, trying to say, because he... Is the husband, because I'm trying to separate it too, because there's an alien here. Let's, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Voyager okay. 2 is. How about you? Yeah, explain, explain the whole Why don't the, you the premise. stop me while I was in the middle no, of no, explaining. No, 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 no. You were about to just start the like whole story. I want you to do a quick synopsis of the movie. <laughs> That's what I was going to do. Like a tagline. Okay, you said Voyager, so that sounded like it was going to be like an intense walkthrough. Yeah. I mean, what do you want from me? Okay, okay so do, what, I, do whatever you were going to do. It's I a don't very a important part of this movie. Okay, so Voyager 2 is being launched into space. It has a golden record that has all of these, this all this information from Earth. It's got a bunch of speeches, and it's got everybody saying hello in every different language. It's got a bunch of images. So they launch it out into space. This alien gets a hold of it and starts learning stuff from the, the uh, recording in there and the visuals in there and starts to get some idea of uh, this is Earth, you know, kind of what, it's like, what would happen if an alien actually got received this? You know, what if an actual life form uh, got it? Um, 
travels to Earth because, you know, they're trying to find... I think the idea is like, let's go check this out, right? Um, so they this guy goes, or this alien, we don't know if it's a guy, it's a ball of light, uh, crash lands in uh, Wisconsin and uh, right outside of... <laughs> Karen Allen's house. Some guy <laughs> crashes. Uh, no, this is her name is Jenny something. Jenny, what does he keep saying? He keeps saying her name. Oh, uh, no. I, I know her as Jenny and Karen Allen. <laughs> uh, ooh, well. How about we continue? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I'm just just trying to get back in there. So anyway, crash lands there. This. Uh, the government is aware that something crashed there. Um, so the president gets, uh, someone comes up. There's a classic scene here where um, he's, the president's like, ha ha, yes, Jim, how are you? And then the this guy walks up and, Mr. President, we need you. And he's like, well, excuse me, that kind of thing. Um, and Classic. The yeah, classic. I, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, excuse me. Uh, and uh, whatever he says, he doesn't say that, but he walks away. And uh, they're like, dude, this thing crash landed in uh, Wisconsin and we got to go there. So uh, this then we get cut to the hero of this whole story, which I really wish I would have watched this again, because uh, uh, Mark Sherman, I'm pretty sure this is the guy you, you texted me and said, uh, it's nice to see ugly people on TV. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the man. That was uh, the man. He was yeah. on the screen. I paused it and texted you. It's great to see ugly people in movies. <laughs> and I mean that. No, it's you know what also is nice. Um, sorry to Charles Martin Smith, uh, the man that was uh, uh, that played this and uh, looks familiar to me. Does other stuff. Probably someone I should know. Possibly. Uh, anyway. Fantastic in this role. It's nice to see uh, people you don't normally see on TV. Not only uh, just be a star in the movie, but also be someone who's not just a bumbling joke. Like, is like very competent and is the one that's kind of actively uh, uh, fighting against uh, uh, what's going on here. Uh, some At some level of national security, I can't remember. He's kind of like... Uh, he's kind of like a, a for hire, right? Like he they well, bring him in. Is that what? It that's is? what's funny. He was like brought in, but he's only a GS eleven, which is pretty low in the government scale. So he seemed like an important guy, but like I have GS elevens just like doing paperwork jobs, like in our office. So it's like that didn't like it made it seem like he because he was like flashing his badge and walking by places. It didn't seem like he had a badge flashing level of like. But if I, credit if i if i'm remembering correctly i think didn't he kind of take a step back like wasn't he like uh some hot shot and then he was like um now i'm doing this stuff i don't know what any of this means so i couldn't tell you i don't okay. know what a gs11 is it's um, just like a, the it's basic it's just the government scale of pay like uh, oh, all okay, 11 shit. means is you get this much money that's oh, all okay we have those in uh, higher education. Oh. Yeah. So, 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 so. I'm uh, a GS nothing. 
That sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> GS zero or GS fucking no, I'm not a GS at all. Oh, okay. It you it, um those jobs are really hard to get because you have to basically they they hire people that were prior military first for those jobs for almost every no matter where you are. Okay. So GS positions you get paid you get paid a lot to be in GS positions, and they they hire prior government you or prior government or prior military before they'll even like look at anybody else's application. So it's like impossible to get if you're not either of those. So I guess in that sense, it's a prestigious. I don't know. We should be less hard on ugly man here. And just let him, <clears throat> but he's rocking. Let him it. cook. He well, is rocking. The thing is, he, he's I great mean, at it. What if he's just that kind of guy? That's the other part of it. That he's such fucking hot shot that it's like, yeah, I know that I like I'm maybe like a lower standing or whatever. But like fucking like get out of my way. Like see, he's well, just like so what, renowned. You know, what we were talking that. about earlier. If you just flash a badge or wear a vest, people let you do anything. Like if you walk into a sure. room with confidence, people let you walk in. Yeah, I've done that so many times in government buildings that I'm not supposed to be in or like didn't or thought I was supposed to be in, yeah. but was in the wrong building. If you just walk <laughs> in. No, like I was in like a, a high security one once mm-hmm. and I just walked in like I was supposed to be there and I had a camera and they were just like, she's supposed to be there. It looks like she's and then here. I turned around and was like, is this? And then I was like, nope, I should leave. <laughs> I do it all the time in Hitman 2. <laughs> take on a you take on a different uh, uh, look and then you just walk by people. Sometimes, though, they're like, hey. Do you have anything to do with these three vid you threw off the balcony? Then is that a video game? Hitman Two, yeah, it's it's a great video game where you just go around and try to quietly kill people, but mess it up forty five like times. Fun. It's amazing if if you can get it. Go, it's it'll you can get it on your PS4. You'll have the best time. What it's, do you mean if I can get it? I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, if you could get it, and then I stopped and said, you can because you've got a PS4. I was thinking, what systems do you have? And I I remembered you had a PS4, and I said, you made it sound like if I could. If you could get your hands on this hot commodity. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do, you got to drive to Target. You got to go inside. You got to ask the folks behind the counter, do you have Hitman? They'll say no. You have to ask again. (laughs) That's it. They'll say, uh, you probably want to go to GameStop. (laughs) And then you'll go to GameStop and there'll be like four copies of it. And then, or you can like get it on PlayStation Plus or something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's really fun. It's just so much fun. Um, I love, I was like really excited to watch this movie. I can tell because when I read through my notes, (laughs) I'm like, I I have exclamation points after things. (laughs) And I'm just excited when people show up. I wrote Jeff Bridges' wife, man. <laughs> I, oh, oh, I was excited because Jeff Bridges had one of those faces that looks really trustworthy. And I was like, I bet he's been married to the same wife for a while. And I was right. So I wrote wife, man, exclamation point. <laughs> Whose wife is it, though? It's his wife. That's the joke. Oh. <laughs> you said he's uh... been married to the same wife. <laughs> and he was, she was uh, a... <laughs> She was a waitress he he met working on one of his early films, and they've been married since the 70s. He was an actor, and she was a waitress. All right. 
Uh, anyway, anyway, and then I was also excited because at the very beginning, Karen Allen's watching old um, family films of her and her husband, Jim uh, yes. Bridges. And I wrote, what a way to watch a movie, exclamation point. <laughs> I really <laughs> love that setup. And I too. wouldn't even mind having the projector noise. I think that's almost I don't think part so. Of yeah. It. I would love to have a big old projector and I would love to pr- just watch movies. Uh, just uh, whatever she was doing. I know she was not having a good time. So kind of to jump back into this. So I guess we got up there. So Mark, uh, we Mark makes it this uh, just uh, incredible entrance for this this hero of the movie. Um, uh, big slices uh, uh, is watching the uh, the uh, bullets and the Sixers, uh, the home opener, <laughs> season opener. Excuse me, uh, on uh, October twenty eighth, nineteen eighty three. Uh, the game he was. Watching. I'm glad we took a step back. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this is the amount of, really hard to uh, miss. This is the amount of detail. I was so excited. I was like, I'm gonna really get into it. I, and I paused there. I shouldn't have paused so long. I paused there for like ten minutes. I'm like, I'm gonna figure out what game this is. He's watching. And, was it the season uh, opener? No. And actually, no. All I had to do was uh Google uh the 76ers bullet star man and it took me to the IMDB trivia page where it Told me exactly what game it was. Thank um, God. I know. And then uh, I went to landofbasketball.com to figure out what the final score was, which was 117-114 Philadelphia. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. <laughs> so just in case anybody was ever wondering what game it was, uh, go to imdb.com and you could uh, figure it out. But anyway, he just, he, he's like fucking, he's into this game so much so that the phone rings. This is the information letting him know that hey, the crash landed here in Wisconsin. Somebody calls him. Mark picks up the phone, and he says, "Not hello. Uh, who is this?" He says, "Call me back in twenty minutes." And then he gets ready to hang up the phone until he figures hey, out. Hey, Paul, if I could interject real quick, he said fifteen minutes. He did not. He said twenty minutes. He said fifteen. Uh, he said twenty <laughs> minutes. Do no. not argue with me. Absolutely. I'm going to write this down because I'm going to check. I'm not gonna even going to check right now, but just, yeah, I'm so confident. I don't even need to go back. He says 20 Lord. minutes. He says, what are you going to give me if it's 15? I don't know. What are you <laughs> going to give me if it's 20? I want to know what, le- what scale this is. Okay. $7. <laughs> okay, fine. You have to Venmo me $7. And I'll then email you five dollars. No, seven dollars. Seven dollars. Okay, seven dollars. Seven dollars. You have to buy me the new Zelda game. Hell no. It (laughs) It wasn't seven (laughs) dollars. I didn't want to buy it. Um 70 bucks. Uh I know, I know. Seven dollars. I have seven (laughs) dollars. Uh all right. So let's see, where are we at now? So Mark gets the call. So anyway, we got to move a little bit quicker than this. uh, No, I don't know what he's eating. But anyway, the pizza he's eating. Oh, man, that made me want pizza bad. Paul, seriously, I got the best local pizza the other day ever. (laughs) Tell me, Paul, seriously, we need to go continue. I thought you were so bad that I was like talking about the pizza he was eating. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jesus, do you have to be somewhere? I didn't realize. What? No, what I pizza? got it. Was the I? I don't even know. I just I picked a, a random local one, um, and it was like Northern Indiana, and it was just it. It tasted just like I like a a homemade pizza, but it was like so good. And then they got they had breadsticks with nacho cheese sauce, oh. and it was like the best kind of nacho cheese sauce and the best kind of breadsticks. And like I'm just like I got mini breadsticks, and now I want to order again and get the normal size breadsticks. And I just want to eat there every day for the rest of my life. Why were you in anyway, northern Indiana? That's just where I call um, everything north of where I am, northern <laughs> Indiana. You're in southern Indiana, so you, what you mean is like slightly Sellersburg. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what what was the cut? The cut? What was the pizza cut? Oh, it was in slices. It wasn't square. Okay. I thought it looked in the pictures. It looked like it was going to be square, which I, which is why I ordered it. But then I was like, so fu- it was just so fucking yeah. good. There was a New Albany one that was that was Detroit style. That oh, oh my I gosh, it was style. so good. I don't. It might have been the same place, but I just I love Detroit so. Um, well, this I think had, it Detroit... had a lot of different styles, so it could have okay. Been. I think Detroit style is the best pizza. I do love De- Detroit style. I love the um. Is it Red Robin? What's uh? What no Red a Baron? Red Baron. They have a Detroit style mm. uh, frozen pizza, and it, I think it's the best frozen pizza mm. that you can buy. We need. To I'm not a DiGiorno Detroit. girl. I don't think DiGiorno's good. <laughs> well, I have also, a... oh, go ahead. It makes my tummy hurt, but Red Baron is good. And no tummy hearts. You know what? It, it, for me, with the DiGiorno is that the, uh, it's made by Nestle, and I swear that when I eat it, it tastes a little bit like cookie dough. But I don't know if that's just my a brain. little sweet. It's a, it's little, a little too little sweet. sweet. It's a little I didn't too know sweet. it was Nestle, and it's a little sweet, so I get where you're coming from. Yeah. So just the... and Red Baron, it has I think the best crust because even if like sometimes i'm just not feeling toppings people hate this about me i need to stop uh, you for one reason and i'm not yes. being rude i want to stop you because <laughs> we have to do we are going to do i'm i'm putting my foot down we're going <laughs> to do a frozen pizza off episode and it's okay. not going to be next time it's not going to be the time after we are going to uh, plot this out so write down i mean like that way i can get them and i can eat them and i can really take notes and we're going to have a a in-depth conversation about frozen pizza because i think it's an incredibly important topic that needs to be discussed and one that we are i, I would consider us to be uh at least <laughs> Uh, knowledgeable in if not experts in so this needs you know, to be I agree with you this is all fun but if I if you were just trying to get me to shut up and that would be the best way to shut somebody down <laughs> like if I would I want to use that in the next work meeting next time someone's going on about something I'm like, let me stop you right there because I want to get into this when we have time to get into it in a depth that is just so full. That's a move, man. That's a move that people <laughs> have all the time. They're like, well, it's like, we, we'll need to get into that. Like, let's table that. That's the let's table that. That's what it means. That's the shorthand for let's table that. Um. Okay, so anyway. Okay, so let's get away from this guy that we only spent two minutes with before we get to Karen Allen's house. Because that's where <laughs> Karen, Al- Karen Allen's house is when shit starts to happen. <laughs> 
So I want to stop. Okay. I want to stop talking about this guy. Well, I just tried to say you said it was crazy that I spent so much time at the house. So anyway, Karen Allen is drunkenly watching old home movies of her and her departed husband, Jeff Bridges. Who, yes, it is Jeff Bridges. He's a, a clean cut Jeff Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges, wife man. Wife in the man. He's a <laughs> very much, uh, very much like a lumberjack. You know, dressed like a lumberjack. Uh, Wisconsin, you know, man. No beard. Yeah, if, you, if you look up Wisconsin man on Google Maps, yeah. you're gonna find a bunch <laughs> you're of lumberjacks. Find Jeff Bridges like 18 <laughs> times. Um, so. Yeah, so she's watching these old movies. She's getting drunk. Um, I didn't remember her drinking. That's funny. My, yeah, she uh, she was kind of like doing like a stumbling, like a uh, you know a raider style, uh, taking like almost like she was like, I can't even be drinking this much. I'm full. You that's know? hilarious. I must have just been like, that's normal. <laughs> that's what I look like. <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. No, I know. Um, so anyway, she gets drunk. If she eventually passes out, um, this is when this orb of light discovers her home. Uh, it starts to go through a, uh, goes into her home. Uh, it starts to go through a photo album that has all the old photos. You know, conveniently has photos of Jeff Bridges' um, character. Why can't I remember the name of the... Mark? What? Mark? Scott. Scott. Jeez. It's just one of those names. Just one um, of those names. So, yeah, Scott um, goes through this photo album, goes through each uh, photo. You know, there's baby photos. There's, you know, preteen photos. There's teen photos. He really photos. hit the jackpot yeah. there. I mean, not many wives have... Um, locks of their husband's hair ready that's, to have dna yeah harvest. yeah so that's that's the that's the icing on the cake here so not only does he get all this information which <laughs> what's the backup plan is my question what does he do next if, house over i guess so or it's like i guess he could take her dna because he could easily get that and then he would just become a second karen allen jenny um yeah. Okay. Well, can you imagine two Karen Allens having the journey of a lifetime together? I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't watch that movie. That would Especially be if it's Karen Allen teaching Karen Allen the way that she was teaching Jeff Bridges. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, you know what's really fun? Did you read the trivia of the uh, of this? No. Movie? Okay. So basically, so this whole scene, um, the alien is taking over um, Jeff Bridges's Scott's character's persona. So he's watching the film. He's yeah. smiling like Jeff Bridges smiles in the video. He's like learning. So I guess when Jeff Bridges was like doing research for this role and trying to like get into it, he like um he would watch videos of birds because he wanted to find something that was oh. different, that was not human, but would have like interesting character like interesting things that it does like movements that it does that aren't necessarily human but aren't like that would make it quirky enough that you're like something's wrong with this but i can't put my finger on it so like he's doing like those weird bird head movements where he's like looking at something and then kind of like cocking his head uh, yeah. to the side ever so slightly just because their eyes are on the side so they're like oh i'm looking at this now i'm looking at you i'm like 
I'm gauging if this is like a good area to be in. And the way that his the way that his, he moves throughout the whole movie is very bird like. So I thought that was really interesting that that's what like that's, that's how he funny. went into it. You know what's really funny? Okay, so I did not look that trivia up. And you know what I did yesterday? I was listening, I was listening to music and I was like, well, I don't want to sit here and listen to music. It's hard for me to listen to music if like I'm not watching something or if there's not something on the background. So what I did was I pulled up YouTube and I just searched for like relaxing videos. And there was this video of this lady who or uh, yeah, we'll just call her a lady. It doesn't matter. Um <laughs> Okay. I just said because I was like, well, maybe it was a man, but like you didn't really see them. And I was like, that's not important. I could have just said, lady, it doesn't matter. Anyway, this person put out seeds and all it was, it was eight hours. I did not watch eight hours of it, but it was eight hours nonstop of just the shot of this, this little stump um, where these birds were landing, eating seeds and <laughs> that you could just watch them come up and it was a nice close shot and there was a bunch of different kinds of birds and it was just one it was mesmerizing and it was actually a video where it's like oh to help your cats relax that's what it was and <laughs> it was relaxing you and i was like sitting there and i was like doing the little head twitches because i'm like it's so like <laughs> what a weird little thing that they do and it's funny because i'm just like that's exactly you what you were being jeff bridges that's what jeff bridges did to I prepare was... for this role preparing so, for a role similar to, without even realizing it yeah you could be starman too i should be starman too <laughs> <laughs> i have the experience we could write it it's the writer strike we could get right <laughs> in they're not all the talented people are gone <laughs> uh, but like even the way he was walking like the like his like yes, so yeah. it was mostly his head that he's like doing all these movements with but even like hit the way he moved his arms and I don't know. I I think Jeff Bridges just did a phenomenal job, like in this role. Like I thought it was incredible. He sold like, the he, hell out of it because I think did. this is this is a thing where, and this is just this is something that that obviously John Carpenter does well anyway. But just th there's these moments where it's just like there's a lot of like I'm trying to say you need to sell it. You need to believe that this is um, this is not ridiculous. You need to sell that. You need to have it be where somebody else watching it also doesn't think it's ridiculous, or you yeah. know somebody else, the other character. You know, it's like, but the the whole thing they do and all these you know movies. That's that's the charm of them. Really, is just how much everybody is selling. You know, this even if it is a little ridiculous. It but, was goofy without being stupid. Like it wasn't yeah, like I was watching yeah. Mac and me and like just being like, this is like idiotic what they're right. doing. Like, That's... I don't know. Yeah, Mac and me couldn't yeah. sell me McDonald's, but this movie could sell me a Coca-Cola as hard as it was pushing that product placement. So I don't know. I thought about Mac and me and then I immediately thought about McDonald's and then I wanted to eat <laughs> McDonald's. So <laughs> That's how <laughs> that's how stupid I am, I guess. Um so yeah, so this thing grows into um grows into Jeff Bridges, new Jeff Bridges, um and and takes over so like watches uh, gets the hair, does the whole DNA thing. Um then this is probably the like if you were gonna say like creepiest part of the movie, you know. Um, the where he's growing. So uh, this is where Karen Allen 
here's the stuff. I'm going to start calling her Jenny because her name, her Jenny Hayden is the character's name. Uh, okay. Jenny, Jenny Hayden comes out and she sees this glowing baby. The head of this baby is glowing and she watches it as it gr- then like quickly grows into a, a full man. So it's kind of like there's this kind of like stretching. So it's like you can you can hear like the bones crushing and reforming. It and was like, freaky. That yeah, original yeah. like the baby that you see at the very beginning is fucking creepy. Like yeah, I they, wrote freaky baby, freaky mm-hmm. growth, no thanks exclamation point. <laughs> that's precisely it. So that's that's where I'm coming from too. And that the where he grows he goes from like adolescent so like a like a teen to an adult and his head like that's where you can like hear the skull crash and it's like his head like stretches straight up so it's really tall and thin and then it like forms into his head and it's just it's it's that is like i mean if you didn't know because i i was going into this without knowing anything um so i didn't know if it got I kind of felt like it was more lighthearted. You know, they didn't really give me anything to indicate that this was a horror film. But, like, I just, you know, I wasn't sure what this alien wanted, you know. So, um, I didn't know if it was going to get violent here soon. Um, Yeah, I guess the only reason I knew, because you told me it was going to be an E.T. type movie. So, mm -hmm. I wasn't really worried about it getting violent. Um, It was, her reaction to it is really funny. Like, I I know that, yeah. it's it's like half grief um because like she recognizes her husband in this person or this like thing that's forming in front of her she knows it's not her husband so she's scared of it but also like not trying to get because she's interested because she's like what the fuck is happening yeah and so like um she's like kind of learning with it like because I, I during this sequence it's kind of like it's it's trying to talk first of all so I think what's happening is it's like saying like uh, all of the greetings that was on the Voyager it's like kind of cycling through them trying to communicate with her at mm-hmm. first so he's like cycling through those trying to talk and at the same time he's like trying to like rep like um replicate her movements back to her so I it's coming off as aggressive so she grabs the gun He's interested yeah. in the gun because she grabbed the gun. He doesn't yeah, know what yeah. the gun does. So like, and then he grabs the gun and points it and then she gets scared because this man's pointing a gun at her. But in his mind, he's just kind of like, this is what humans are doing. Yeah. Like, so he's like, I, I, uh, we're getting it. And then like, it's weird how this like plays out because like Karen Allen's scared and kind of, she's like I said, she's interested and scared at the same time. So she runs away. She does a really weird move where she grabs her clothes, puts on her boots and doesn't put on her pants yeah and keeps holding her pants and you're just kind of like okay I when don't are you understand. gonna put the pants on yeah when when <laughs> when like either you put on your pants and then your boots or you are gonna put on your pants before you ran and then she just kind of stops and she's holding her pants staring at him and then the whole thing is that like he kidnaps her but in what like do you feel like she was kidnapped at any point in this movie that's interesting because I guess I do because okay so that whole sequence she runs out um she he's doing so he takes the form of her husband they have the whole exchange with the gun then he he has these marbles we should mention the marbles so oh yeah there's a uh, that when he when he first emerges or when he first grows into this man he kind of releases these marbles out and um 
like i guess there's some sort of like there's some sort of communication device with his home planet um they're kind of like an iphone i guess because they have a couple other features uh as well which we'll get into but they um he kind of th- i don't know if he throws them or if they just kind of pop out of him but they whatever they do they do that and then he goes outside and starts to then communicate with his he like sends sends a transmission to his home planet he's like this i crash landed here you know ship is destroyed um hostile planet and like need to get to the rendezvous point or something and um he's standing there like in a kind of in a trance um and so this is when jenny decides she's going to get away she's going to go out to her car and and escape um but i think the whole thing is there it's like the making this huge like humming sound that him doing this transmission i think it like stops so she sees that he's gone so she's kind of like oh god where is he um it she then turns around and there he is um they get in the car and he's like drive i need to go to he pulls up this is the other thing where he uses the marble it turns into a map um and then he's like i need to go to arizona um well he doesn't say that he says here and you need to go there and she was like arizona i guess well she's and like then I she think has... it is what I what's funny throughout this movie is that yeah she's like questions Arizona and then she has a lot of knowledge of what the distances are between cities in all of these different states as she's <laughs> driving I'm like all right Jenny you're like a, a map whiz because she's yeah. like every time they stop somewhere she's like we're about 300 miles from this city and she never like pulls down a map so you're just kind of like she just seems to know that off the top of her well head, you could see hilarious. a sign you see the signs and the signs tell you you always miles. you always take Jenny's side when I'm trying to make <laughs> I just say it like if you're going to you know if you're going to Phoenix and you see a sign and it's like 200 miles to Phoenix you're gonna remember that you know anyway so yeah he <laughs> says um oh, the other thing that I guess I I in the back of my head I realized it while I was watching this movie but until I like actually read the trivia I was like oh that's why it felt this way so um so this movie was shot in like all these locations on location so they actually did like cross-country trips across all these different states actually filming in locations that's why it feels so homey and lived in like while they're going through so when they're in tennessee they're in tennessee so these truck stops that they stop at aren't sets they're actual bus stops holiday inns on the route from from um i don't think they ever like film filmed in wisconsin because it looked like tennessee was like the starting point for them and the maps but they did film in nevada and um i think arizona at some point and then california and arizona um but yeah they actually like shot in all these locations and i i think what was really fun about that too is because like it felt at, like the actual Midwest. It didn't feel like a mm-hmm. made a fake up, fake made up Midwest that California always makes up. When they, I think it felt that way. I know I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit mm-hmm. here, but we will we'll dial back and go back. But like when they stopped at the hotel, the Holiday Inn, that felt like we were on a road trip, like going camping yeah. or something, and we stopped there like for the night. Yeah, and I liked it. Like 
hotels always seemed like really exciting when we were kids. I think they were more exciting than they are now because now they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. So you go in and there's like a little convenience store, like store at the front that you can buy stuff. Yeah. It's not like the adventure that used to be where like there's a bunch of vending machines and you got to collect your quarters and like there was like a random arcade somewhere. Mm. Ooh, so it best, just seemed, yeah. yeah. And so it just felt like when they were stopping at these like little diners and you like they had interactions with the people none of the people were stupid all the people were like yeah. helpful they loved what they did they had like um ahead of myself again but like they had people that were prideful of like what they were serving that they were appreciative of getting it it wasn't like uh look who how stupid these people are i can't wait to get to like where like we're like in like society again you yeah. know so I, like, I just like that they actually filmed in these places yeah. and showed how they actually are that's cool. I didn't realize that. And they, yeah, you're absolutely right that it just feels like it, every part of it. I'm just like, that's cool. I feel like this is a trip. This is like driving through Tennessee or, yeah. you know, like I'm just like, oh, wait, I've been there. I've done that. I've seen that stop. I take it uh, on my lap. I watch a lot of these movies on my laptop and I like to take screen grabs of stuff when I go through. And this one, I took a bunch of just like scenery stuff and like shops and things because I'm just like, that's cool. Like I just feel like it's just, because they are but because they're real shops they're real yeah but you definitely feel that here um and i guess i don't know uh now so this is about as far as i got with my my notes so you might need to take over here since you've seen it more recently so Uh, basically from here like um like you said i i know this is where we kind of stopped and you said you didn't you kind of felt like she was being kidnapped because he did have a gun but like it was funny to me like she seemed very she was seemed pretty willing to get in the car she was scared she's confused she's willing to get in the car with him she seems ready to help him as they're going she knows that he's trying to get to arizona and she understands that and she understands like he's she seems to understand that he doesn't mean her any harm but then she's also mm. very much holding on to the kidnapping thing to the mm. point where like they're doing this cross country thing and you're kind of like, okay, she, uh, Jenny is helping. She's on, she's on board. She's helping yeah. him. She's on board. And then it seemed like every stop that they made, she would either, she like did that whole, I think the first thing she does is she almost crashes into another van coming down the highway. Right. He come he gets out of the car to yell at her. She starts screaming, I'm being kidnapped. Help me. And then the guy was like immediately was like, oh shit. And he like gets a crowbar out and he comes after her. This is the second time that that uh alien uses the the marble to like hmm. um blow it up and then he he like melts the crowbar in his hand. This freaks that guy out and he just runs off. Yeah. And then they have to like, yeah, the guy, but he reports it. So he didn't do nothing. He reported the car. He got the license plate number. He said the woman said she was being kidnapped. He got all that. Um, But again, like she, she was pretty like, oh, I have to get out of here. But then, like, she just kind of like goes back to her fate, where she's like, okay, we're driving again. Like, I think it's like pleasant small talk. Yeah, I didn't buy that the whole time, but I do think it was a little bit like she's like, are you Scott? I don't know. And then it's like there's moments where it's like, okay, this is this isn't correct. Like, you know, I don't know. I think it's a lot of if you I guess if you saw your late husband grow from a baby in your (laughs) living room, (laughs) I don't know how I'd act, I guess. So, yeah, maybe that's uh, 
maybe it's just something that uh, only only Jenny Hayden has really experienced. Slowly, am <laughs> I being kidnapped? I don't you know, know what? I think I'm being kidnapped because I think it's like it's back and forth between like, is this? Yeah, I really don't know. But like, yeah, it didn't seem like she had much of a choice. I did think it was funny that he was he had not uh, had he didn't have any clothes on. But that scene where he, they get into the car and then he's like fully dressed. It's like, yeah, did he get dressed? Did he learn how to get dressed? Did she like walk him through it? Like. There was a dressing orb that we missed. Here's your generic red cap, sir. (laughs) But he was he was wearing Scott's old clothes because he had the hat and he had the jacket. So like, like did he go in there and like where's his old clothes or like? Yeah, at some point he re. I don't know if it's maybe when she got dressed because he seemed to be mirroring her. So maybe when she Mm. got dressed, he got dressed. I don't know. Because he's learning as as they're going through all these motions, as they're going through driving, he's learning at yeah, each yeah, stop yeah. something new. So he's like slowly sort of becoming more and more human as they're going. She's kind of teaching him words. She's teaching him phrases. She teaches mm-hmm. him that cars need gas and people need to eat and all that stuff while they're yeah. going. There's a so lot like, of like, yeah, it's like, what is this? And he, she's yeah. like, oh, it's kind of like this thing. What is this thing? You know, like a lot of that classic, classic bit, you know, classic alien shit. Yeah. Classic alien shit for sure. So um, he does a good job and she's like, yeah, dude, it's like this. And yeah, dude, it's like that. He slowly starts to learn. She does things like uh, run a red light. She speeds. She starts going really fast at a yellow when there's like no chance she's going to get through at the red. So it's already red when she goes through. So he's like, hmm, I'm going to do that maybe later. We'll oh, see. Yeah. He learns that, and then, yeah, later, uh, he causes a very major collision that several people probably died at, and then they yeah. just drove away. That's, that, <laughs> was a, that was a nasty... Yeah, he, like, flies through and, and causes this truck to crash, and uh, she's just like... There was a whole, like, I learned it from you, Dad, thing, <laughs> where it's just like, you can't really blame Did- me, because... Yeah. It immediately made me think of that SNL sketch with the cat that can drive and he, they're driving. He's like, see, I told you he could drive. I'm just <laughs> like, why did she trust him to drive before she even trusted that she wasn't being kidnapped anymore? Yeah, that that was interesting. I Maybe she was impressed with his learning abilities. I don't know. but Because, um, yeah, that was basically what she said. She was like, you said you learned. <laughs> That's I was right. Like, all right, Jenny. Listen. Like even <laughs> this if he is did, still like, an alien man. When is he gonna? When is he gonna have time to really learn? I know. She's so. like, you said you knew all the rules. <laughs> I'm like, I probably said that at 16 when yeah. I was in the car. I Seriously. know all the rules. Dad knew better. <laughs> so I don't know if this is before or after, because again, this is where I get a little hazy. But they get to this like i think they're are they in tennessee or where are they where they pull up to that i don't know where they are but um after the the first um kidnapping mishap scene the second place they stop is to get food and gas food and gas okay so they stop at the gas station um and she she tells the guy to fill up and then she goes to the restroom Mm. this is his next big learning experience that he learns that women go in the women rooms and he's supposed to go into the men's room. He's yes. still a little confused. And he has that interaction with that other guy who's talking to him. And he um, tells tells him that his woman has gas. 
and then he follows him in there, which oh, is a, yeah. something that that man must experience quite a bit. Because <laughs> he was like, everywhere you go. And then he goes, <laughs> up yours, buddy, as he's leaving. And then that's a new <laughs> phrase that he learns. Yeah. Uh, flipping another... someone off and saying, up yours, buddy. Another classic bit where they learn a obscene gesture and they think it's a greeting or something. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a he, <laughs> this man. He, he's meeting this guy outside. A great performance by this man, this trucking man <laughs> or whatever his profession is. He's at this gas station and he comes up to uh, Starman and he's like, he's like, you're waiting for your lady because he's just standing by the the women's room and he's like, she has gas. <laughs> or needs gas or whatever something about gas yeah. and he's like yeah you and me both or something so yeah so then he confronts this man he wants to learn more about this man <laughs> he follows him into the restroom pretty yeah much. it really really was a it's, you know still a dangerous thing to do in this this area you know so uh uh good good for starman for getting out okay <laughs> um and that but man. Jenny's back on her shit. She's kidnapped. Jenny's back again. on her shit. Yeah. So she's trying she, to write a note. She, yeah. That's a yeah. note. She says, I'm kidnapped. This is the car I'm in. This is the direction I'm going. And you're like, Jenny, you were just friends five minutes ago, yeah. but go off. And so anyway, she leaves that in there. <laughs> he comes into the restroom. She's scared. And then she realizes he can't read. Uh, so he looks at it and he uh, walks back out. And then I don't really know why he goes back into the yeah, restroom after that. Yeah, he must go back that. in. Well, he, we see him go back in. But like she goes back to the car and then he goes back into the restroom. Like, uh, yeah. I, I don't okay. know why yeah, yeah. he does. But then he starts reading the sign. He's like, kidnapped. And then like the, he leaves the bathroom again. And then we're like, oh, shit, he knows. Even though like we're like, oh, okay. He doesn't like, know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like we real we realized with her that he took the sign with him because they're back on the road again. Yeah. And then he's like kidnapped, and then she realizes he has the sign. He's like, "What does that mean?" She's like, "Oh, forget about it." This and would be anyway another failed attempt of Jimmy escaping. <laughs> There's a lot of scenes in here too. I realized that it's like if they could be played in an actual horror movie. Or like a thriller movie, and they would be completely different situations. Like you could have it where this woman's being kidnapped, and her kidnapper, like she writes this note, and then like there's a scene in the car where he's like, uh, he's like kidnapped, and she's like, <laughs> oh fuck, and he like pulls the note out, and she's like, that's like a situation where it's like he's like innocently like I don't know what kidnap is. Yeah, he's and, oblivious. But like to have that in an actual situation where like. It's like, fuck, he knows now that I'm trying to get away. And like, I didn't, my note didn't actually get out there, you know, like. Right. It's just, there's a couple, there's, there's another one I was thinking of, but it's just like, there's a lot of like, oh, this, if this were a horror movie, like this would be, com would play completely differently. Um, the next one you're thinking of might be right after, because they stop to eat right after this. Um, oh, yeah, so they're in is. like this. Yeah. yeah, they're in like this um, mini mart kind of like every like it looks like kind of like a bar deli kind of situation. Um, so they stop there. They have this over the top great waitress. She's on yeah. she's on Fabulous. the ball with all of us. She like she is like the the best server. She is loves all the food she does. And then so this is the part where uh, Jenny again decides that she needs to get out of here. So she hears that a. Um, a bus is going back to Chicago. 
Chicago. So she's like, I got to get on that bus to Chicago. And then she's going to take um, a back way out of the restaurant. So she goes up to the waitress. She has her credit card, her like wallet, her the keys, the map of where they're going. She gives this all to the waitress and she tells her um, that after she leaves and gets on the bus and leaves that she wants her to the waitress to give all of this information to Starman so that he can continue on without her and the waitress is like absolutely people ask me to do this seven times a week yeah she it's she doesn't even like <laughs> bat an eye about this she's like all right situation i like that so much it. because it felt like then they were doing like a this is like a classic like on the lamb movie where like oh she's in with a bad situation and she's trying to get out like her fellow stole a car like i just felt yeah. like that was another like it was just like that felt like another movie in a good way though where it's like suddenly like if starman were an actual functioning man like yes <laughs> this is like we've seen this movie where like the you know the waitress is like you know i'm gonna help you get out and like you know obviously you're in a bad situation and you don't know how to get out of it like just like you know, without really thinking about it, it's like, oh, that guy's an actual alien, and like yeah. he's trying to get to his whole planet. Like, uh, I just like that there's like there's that little bit of of another kind of movie in there. I know um, it's interesting, and then like, yeah, Starman's just sitting at the table during this. Like, I like apple pie, blah blah blah, birdhead. Um, but what we kind of skipped over because this is what Starman's doing when she tries to leave because the waitress is like, okay, but you're gonna want to wait because he's in the parking lot, and then Jenny's like, fuck um so starman goes oh, into yeah. the parking lot because uh, when they first get there uh he finds that one of the other people that's in there had hit a deer and tied it to the back of his car to take home because that's what a lot of people do when they hit a deer it's like free meat so like mm. um when he gets there he he repeats that up yours gesture to the guy so they're immediate immediate enemies so he had already given him the finger and uh so that guy hates oh, his guts yeah. already, but then yeah. they all went in to share a meal together like nothing happened. So Jenny sees Starman back out after she decides to leave him there and go back to Chicago. Um, and he is back with the deer. And then this is where we learn mm -hmm. that it's foreshadowing for a later uh, thing, but he can heal things mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. his orbs. So he heals the deer and the deer gets up and leaves. And then the guy whose deer it was is like, what the fuck did you do to my deer? And then that, uh, they, they start fighting and then that's a whole thing. Um, and then this is when it starts to feel a little bit like Blues Brothers. Cause it starts to feel like a lot of people are angry at Starman and, and starting to follow him. And it's yeah, just like, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it felt like that character that's like, you're going to be, it's going to be hard to be eating corn on the cob with your fucking teeth. Oh, 100% did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In kind of a similar situation, like where they were and what kind of hijinks they're getting up to, and like, yeah, then they have a band of hillbillies <laughs> chasing after them. <laughs> like, uh, like almost exactly the same because, like, they even get foiled the same way where they run into the bus. Oh yeah, and then they're all mad. They're like, "What that fucking guy?" Like, <laughs> and then like behind all this, the government's still trying to track Starman mm -hmm. throughout mm -hmm. all of this. So like, it's just kind of like adding on and on and on. So, like, they've already got the police after them, just like the Blues Brothers, and now they got all these hillbillies after them, just like the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Um, and so the waitress, she's still doing her job. She was like, she, like, pulls Jenny aside, and she's like, uh, should we still wait for it? You want to get on that bus? Yeah, yeah. And Jenny's just kind of like, uh, no, I decided I'm not being kidnapped anymore. This is my business now, because he healed a deer, and I think that's <laughs> adorable. 
I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, yeah, he probably could have done it the rest of the way by himself, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but there's the whole other thing that happens. Um, but yeah, so the, whatever. She goes um, with him. They, they escape. And then, Kelly, what happens? Then they go to the hotel. So they're staying okay. at the hotel. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what's next. But um, so yeah, they go, they stay at the hotel. This is at this point, the government, the ugly guy that works with the government is trail uh, trailing after them. They know exactly what car they're looking for. And someone calls it in and says, this car is at the gas station. <laughs> or the hotel. call him the ugly man. He's just a... He's just trying to live his I life. I love him. I love his head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So now they're at the hotel and there's like some kind of like wild like party that's going on there. It's a holiday inn. Mm -hmm. It looks like the most fun time. Like uh, they got a vending machine. I love vending machines. There's I know. The most fun time they have a vending machine. <laughs> Why don't hotels have vending machines anymore? Why don't they? I hate that. I travel <laughs> I so much machines. and I, I love, love vending, vending machines. machines. I don't want to buy stuff at the front of a hotel where I have yeah. to talk to a person. I want to have a bunch of change. I want to wander out of my room at like 3 a.m. I know. Fill the vending do... machine with change and just get a bunch of shit that I would have never gotten otherwise. Could you imagine if like in Japan they have like full meals in there that you could eat? Like if that were like, oh, I, you know, it's actually like a legitimate meal that you can buy oh, from the vending amazing. machine. And then like that's, it's like an actual good meal. And I'm just, I, I would love that. I would love to be surrounded by vending machines. I, that can, I could see that in our future. Everybody, everybody always puts them in there. People love them. We're, we're the vending machine generation. I love vending machines. Like I just, I, I love talking to people too, but it's there's just a certain thing about <laughs> those are one you know two, what I'm talking to people and, and vending, machines. vending machines and talking to people. I'm interesting, but um, not nothing. No. Not not knocking knocking. Okay, you go ahead. You are clearly are just, on, in the zone. I'm sorry. I just wanted to finish by saying there's just a certain thing about being able to just wander out of your room and just get something done and go back without having to have an interaction. Well, I was going to say, especially if it's like 2 a.m. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful 2 a.m. and I want raisinets, but I don't want the guy at the front desk to know it. When I was a young man, um, my friend so just gave me a bunch of Chuck E. Cheese tokens. He like hijacked a machine and got a bunch of them and like had a bucket of them. And I was like, are you going to do anything with these? And he's like, No. And I was like, can I take him? I'm like, yeah. So I just took him. I had a ton of these Chuck E. Cheese coins. They registered at the at the Vincent's University. Uh, <laughs> the vending machine there counted them as a dollar. Oh. As a dollar. So I could get a, I could get a snack and then get change back. I was making money sometimes. I mean, that I was making money machine, every man. time, but then I was just like loading up because we had a vending machine <laughs> in the dorm. So I'd go downstairs and I'd just like get everything I could and just take it upstairs and have a party. That's hilarious, though, because they must have noticed pretty quickly. So they, they just didn't do anything about it. I don't know. I guess 
that's true they must have noticed as soon as they were like going through the change like the first time they empty that out like, you put like 40 of these they probably <laughs> didn't know two things they probably didn't know that it worked and they probably didn't know that it registered as a dollar because uh... that's very important information like because i've tried other things i've tried different coins and machines and it will just take it like it's like that's this isn't anything but it is mine now and like this i think maybe that's what they thought too maybe they think like so oh. they're laughing thinking you're the fool and you're laughing knowing they're the fool they must have though figured it out because i kept coming back and putting more <laughs> in there <laughs> and it would have been funny too it's like so i never thought about that that's just like somebody's putting Chuck E. Cheese like somebody knows <laughs> that like I also am so I separate myself so much from it being like connected to a human that I'm like <laughs> magic box has food in it like <laughs> nobody is going to ever question that I'm doing this but like I mean uh, I don't think I don't know if you can now I, I've not tried it but at least let's at some take point, a road trip to Vincennes we have to first go to Chuck E. Cheese I guess um, I have some no I don't what no. No, I have different kind of coins. I don't have Well, to we'll try those. Cheese. Well, okay. we don't have to go to Vincennes, but we'll just go to a vending machine. Oh, yes, we <laughs> okay, do. Well, I, I went there recently. That's another story. Uh, whew. Where are so we? So they're at the hotel. Story? And this is when um, a more Midwest um, camaraderie. So, first Can of I all, say, this guy. Well, I have one more point I have to make. Okay. For while it makes sense, because you were talking about how uh, hotels have uh, vending machines and arcade cabinets, and I just wanted to say I thought about this yesterday, and I think it's just that uh, you know the pet the dog thing, uh, where people say there's a can I pet the dog in video games, and there's a whole list of them. Uh, like the you can or can't pet the dog in this game. People are like, uh, like who cares, right? But I'm like my pet the dog is if you can play the arcade cabinet that you see in it because sometimes there's an arcade cabinet in a video game you go up to it and you cannot play it but sometimes you're playing yakuza and you can play like 10 of them you know so that's all i wanted to say i just want to say that's very important to me if i see a vending machine uh not a vending machine well also a vending machine if i see a vending machine and i see a pin pinball or a uh or an arcade cabinet or something a video game i'd like to be able to go up and play it oh i finally know what you're talking about okay I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You thought I was okay, just going so you mean, yeah. I guess, I guess so you're saying like within Pokemon, you can like walk up and it's like you're playing the Nintendo. Exactly. Or no, no, no. Or like, are that, you saying, though. oh, okay. So but, you're saying it will actually let you play a mini game exact, in some games? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. I, I want to walk up to the, and I thought you were talking about the slot machines. You know how they have the, uh, what is that? The something, something slot machines. Um, the uh, Voltorb flip in Pokemon and you can okay. go up to it and you can play it. Uh, that's what I'm talking, that kind of thing where it's just like, there's gotcha. a thing and you walk up to it and you can interact with it. And maybe one of the things that you can do is play, play a, a game within a game. Like Celeste had one where you can like play a version of Celeste that was like created for like an arcade cabinet or something and in that style, okay. I guess. But yeah, I'm very, I'm not disappointed. I am a little disappointed because I did that. <laughs> I was playing Hitman the other night and I walked up to one and it's like, oh man, 
it's like that wouldn't really make sense i don't expect it but i was a little part of me was like that'd be cool if i could just walk up here and play you know something that'd be that'd be cool that'd be nice i just right i just think that'd be nice just to have a little bit of time (laughs) to just like fuck around playing whatever this is my seventh voicemail to you (laughs) am i wrong tell me um so (laughs) (laughs) sorry midway more midwest camaraderie so they're at the hotel with um the police are on their tail because the attractive beautiful gs11 man has informed them that they're looking for this uh this actual vehicle so these are, are these are bad cops as most cops are so these cops are like well they told us not to talk to them but we're gonna get them all riled we're gonna up. Go rile them up they're so saying got, don't shoot them don't fuck yeah. with them these cops are saying they get the we're gonna call give from, them a reason we're gonna rile them up we're gonna yeah. give them a reason <laughs> so what in, in a very beautiful show of events though a man immediately goes mm. to the door of Starman and Jenny. He knocks on the door. He says, there's some cops out there fucking with your shit. And then also immediately after that, they throw a Coke vending machine oh, down beautiful. the stairs to distract the cops so he can get away. So they they inform it's him it's and gorgeous. then they let him get away. It's beautiful. It's, it's a, a it's... beautiful humanity. This yeah. is what Starman is learning of Earth. He's going through all these different states and being like, these people are all right. These That's, are good people. This is a huge ACAB uh, salute here for this man who immediately sees, yeah, he sees the police fucker this guy's car. And it's not like, oh, well, he must have done something. It's like, I got to go tell this guy, like, yeah, these fuckers are messing with your car and they don't have any right to do that. Like, beautiful. Yeah, this man, hero, true, true American hero. Uh, lots of those in this movie. So yeah. anyway, continue. Yeah, it keeps happening. So yeah, they, then after that, basically they get away, and then the, they're the cops are on their tail, and they start chasing them. Um, this is where I I stopped writing notes because I just started getting really excited watching this movie. So um, during this part, it kind of starts ramping up to the point where um, I think they abandon the car because they get on a train. No, they they abandon the car and they get picked up by a person that's um, driving that same route. So they're driving them to the train station so they can get on the train station that takes them to Arizona. Remind me. No, Nevada. Remind me what this human looked like in the car. I can't picture who picked them up. We didn't really see him. We saw a a woman sitting in the back that had a baby. Um, Uh, So the woman in the back. They were like in a truck. They were in a truck. Yeah. yeah. So she was shielded by the rain. It was raining. This is when we find out that Jenny is infertile. That's huge, too. That's a huge news. So she, huge news. I'm infertile. (laughs) Uh, So, like, she she tells him that. um, And they're like holding the baby. And they're like, oh, didn't you want one? He's like, well, I did, but I couldn't have one. And so all that. So that's big for the story. So they finally get to the train, and then I think this is the love scene, right? When they're on the train is is where they make love. Yeah, and it's awkward just, like, because she's teaching him how to make love while they're making love. And it's a man that looks like her (laughs) old dead husband. (laughs) And it's it's a bizarre scene. I mean, like, (laughs) neither of them are, like, I guess, like, they both know what they're doing. They both know what the situation is, so it's not 
creepy. I guess yeah, a little it kind of borderlines. It's, it's not like he purposely took over. Uh, but they're also like he's a ball of light. So like, yeah. What? So yeah, go ahead because this is this is a little baffling. Of, of, of mostly, uh, you're just watching. Basically, you're just watching him kissing, and the rest is inferred. Uh, of course, inferred, yeah, but yeah. like. The, the kissing is very awkward because he's basically just kind of opening and closing his mouth and she's kind of like, I can work with this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, they're just kind of like, and then anyway, it, it, after it's over, like they they kind of like have another conversation in the, in the morning, like he like wakes her up and then that's when he like starts to be like, oh, I like actually like enjoy being a person. I enjoy mm. like seeing what you guys are about, like um kind of like what we were saying like he learns that people essentially are are good on earth they're not all the same like they are on his planet because he says on his planet everybody speaks the same language everybody is the same everybody does the same everything's predictable Mm. so he says it's it's cool like being in your society and being like oh this is a bad person this is a good person but then he also makes the comment i don't know if he makes the comment in this situation or later but he says, I noticed that you guys are your best at your at your worst uh, yeah. situations, is what he says. And then that, I think that's what strikes the chord with beautiful GS11 employee. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he <laughs> overhears this. Or he says it to him. He says it to him. He's like, he's like telling everybody what he likes about him. Yeah. And oh, he, yeah, because the cops. Specifically to Mark, you are at the best. When oh, things yeah. are at their worst. That's what it was. Because he's like, he's getting like really, really personal with, with everybody. And it's yeah. this really strikes because he's like, fuck, you're right, man. Like, I know he knows what to do and he knows what to do. This man is. Yeah, it's that was a beautiful moment. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, that's basically I, I think right now we're at the point where we're just kind of having to be grasping at straws to what happened in this movie. But um yeah. Uh, that 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 is when two other cops found the car that they were in now and that's when they were like oh we're gonna turn him over to you mm. um i think we did skip over the whole vegas scene because they oh, shit. yeah they were in the train and then the train passed where they needed to be and took him to vegas oh that's and this is right. when we find out that's that right. Starman um immediately understands gambling and knows that he's gonna be good at it and so um she um jenny realizes that she left her credit card on the train and she's Mm -hmm. like we can't get a car without a credit card and then he has one quarter and he goes can't we or something i don't know oh i know exactly what to do with this so he goes in and he starts uh putting it into the the slot machine and they lose immediately and jenny's like well shit we tried you're gonna die now um (laughs) And then uh, that's when they he find he puts it he touches it and he like switches it to to it being three across and he they get a a payout. Yeah, they're playing the slots and he hits the jackpot or he manipulates it to win a lot, yeah. a big time like, oula. And she was like, "That's great, but let's like be like more like." uh low-key about it and then he immediately does the fifty thousand dollar yeah one right after she says that and she's like well shit well we got the money and then they get the car a lot of this moves very fast like the biggest part is very 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 quick yeah i forgot it's basically like here's a problem here's a solution let's get the hell out of here yeah um that's true it's like only so they didn't just wake up at the site like i don't know why they weren't like 
they couldn't have just changed it so it's like oh no it's actually we're here but we have to get to the site and it's about 20 minutes away it was like right they had to go past it and go back i don't know anyway it, it was a fun scene so i'm not complaining too much and this uh, is when they kind of split up briefly because he i forget what i forget what splits them up honestly but he takes the Oldsmobile, which is oh, the man. car that the government is tracking. So this is when it gets into two very intense car chases before the final, like, big scenes. So, like, they're, they're in two separate car chases. Pretty much to get into her car chase, Jenny just needed to go into a supermarket and be like, who wants to drive me? And this young man oh, yeah. was like, me, ma'am. And she gets in that, the car. That was amazing. I love that this, guy. That is poor the man, biggest, by the way. Yes, man. Yeah. In the world. Like yeah, to the point where fucked. it's like he gets fucked so hard. Yeah. So hard. But okay, the things that he's on board with without asking any questions, <laughs> I think he probably was on that route anyway. Like I feel like something happened in that diner before he decided to just risk it all and be like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll drive you. And that's this not is... the last of what I'm gonna do, because this... I'll do anything he asked me to do also feels like again in a good way out of a completely different movie where she barges in and she's like i need to get here fast and like this yeah. guy from like the 1950s like dressed in like a you know like in this weird like like he's going to go drag racing later like <laughs> outfit already and he just stands up and is like yes ma'am like yeah let's go i'll do whatever the hell you need yeah so they He's already uh, on game with the chase. He's already speeding. Yeah. And he's always like, yeah, we're getting the fuck out of here, lady. We got this. Yeah. And the, the most hilarious part with him, though, is that they're in the high-speed chase. I think I think they split up so they'd be chasing two different cars, if I remember correctly. But well, I didn't don't. he kind of leave? I don't know. Something happened. Yeah, he had to something go. Something happened. And she had to go. Or, like, he's like, no, you can't come or something. I don't know. Basically, uh, ladies and gentlemen, something happened. <laughs> <laughs> some reason it didn't stick with either of us so but it gets to the point where they're on their tail and they're supposed to be cornered but then jenny's like or they have him cornered pretty much but he's gonna be like he's he's just starts plowing through all these cops and they're all like it's pretty much just like blues brothers where they're yeah, like we're yeah, not he's not is. fucking stopping and they're like he's not fucking stopping guys <laughs> um but jenny <laughs> She says, I have an idea. The uh -huh. next thing you know, this guy has a jug of gasoline where I don't know where he got it. Did he siphon it from his car immediately? It's half the size of him. He's holding this jug. He lights it on fire. He could have died right then and there. She only had to say two words for him to him to get him to do this entire thing. He has an entire jug of, of gasoline that he lights on fire, hurls it to the field where it explodes, and then he's just kind of like, look at that. And then Jenny gets away. Yeah, it, this I'm is a distraction. On board. So yeah. that the cops come. So he does this. He's just yeah, like they had planned this. It was something like she just had to nod at him, like you know what to do, and he's like, oh, "Okay, absolutely." Uh, <laughs> I was gonna do this anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a big distraction for the police, and then he speeds off, like just with this look on his face. In my opinion, it's just like, "What did I get myself into? Why did I agree to do any of this? I'm dead. I'm either going to prison or I'm going to die. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not gonna get away." Like. <laughs> he's got like a whole fucking just all these cops just 
flying after and he was him. just he's not even part of the story we don't know his name this is just some guy from the diner that was like i'll give you a lift that's all he is and then doesn't sec he doesn't second guess any of jenny's plans from then on out it's always like i'm in a hundred percent man from diner i don't even know if i have a name in the credits but i'm here for you <laughs> I would, I would love to see that sequence between those two moments because <laughs> she did something to him that just absolutely like destroyed him or something. Like just like he was so ready to die. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> or he was so afraid to not do. It. I don't know what it was, but he was just like, okay, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, she. The, anyway, he's he's gone so long. He's gone. And, and uh, Starman yeah. and her are back together in the car. And the, I think they, they're on foot now because I think they're close enough at this point where mm. they're almost to where he needs to be. But they do stop and have... I Okay, this is going to be another... like If someone knows this movie really well and is listening to this, they're going to be like, oh, there's a bunch of shit you missed. You're not yeah, even yeah. talking about the FBI. Um, but uh, the FBI throughout this has has had a lot of scenes that they're just kind of being like, we're on their tail. We got yeah. this. We're on their tail. You'll never be who you want to be. We're on their tail. <laughs> so that covers that. So uh, anyway, we're back with Starman and Jenny having a mm-hmm. private uh, moment. And this is when Starman is like, they're kind of being like, this is what it's like. I, I love, like, I love you. This is what it's like. Uh, this is human. You're going to die if you stay here. I'll die if I go with you. We can't be together. And then out of nowhere, which I guess we could see coming because she did make a huge point to declare herself infertile. He says, I put a baby inside of you. And at first when I heard that, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You can't just be putting babies in front of inside of people. Like, yeah, he asked you to do that. But then in the time of this movie, which is probably the unusual, he did immediately address that. And he said, if you don't want that baby there, tell me that's... and I'll take it away. Oh, that's wild. Because, yeah, that's like, I mean, I understand that he's not human, so he doesn't quite understand why that's probably not the best idea but like yeah it's it's that thing where uh, obviously i think uh and the you know the writer knew immediately too because it was like he says that and then it's like well she never really said like i want to have a kid exactly i was like okay you're just leaving me the kid. burden of a child yeah and leaving me forever thank you sir and then so, it also felt more rapey because it's like okay now he's like oh i just put a baby inside you like nothing you can do about it kind of deal and then it kind of like cheapened their like whole thing yeah and so i was like oh it kind of gave me an icky feeling and then immediately after he's like if you don't want it yeah I'll take it out <laughs> he's like oh not the, you know so yeah that was a like he felt that he felt like he was like oh shit you know what yeah. that probably wasn't right <laughs> i so... might have overstepped by putting a baby in you but at that point it's like that's a big decision for her in the moment yeah. to be like, well, I can't ever have one again. This is literally a once in a lifetime opportunity. So like, even if I'm not ready or if I don't want this, like, what am I going to do? Exactly. Like, if I do what, what at some point. So it's like, 
what a bizarre decision. I'm gonna to have leave to make. my card with you, and if you decide, <laughs> like eight it. months, yeah. You know, take, <laughs> you're like, you know, you know what? In the moment, I was really into this, but now <laughs> I'm like, shit, I'm alone, and now I'm pregnant, and gonna have to raise a child. Starman, do you mind? He'll be like, absolutely, I will take it away. <laughs> Um, but it, and it, she decides to, that she wants the baby and she loves that it's going to, he says it's going to be part Scott, part her and part him. So he does bring Scott into it Yeah, where he's like, he's going to be a part of this too, like, but I'm his father and yeah, I'm, but I'm have... technically the dad. So don't even, <laughs> and I'm going to give you this orb and the <laughs> child will know what to do with the orb. <laughs> And if the child wants to contact me through said orb, if the child chooses, it wants a com- like communication with me. So I don't know. Starman is ve- Starman is very progressive. He had all his bases covered. Uh, he really thought the whole thing out. So yeah, um, interesting conclusion there. Um, and then yeah, there's a whole. Well, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, you you've got this. You're, ro- you're uh, rolling. Uh, so from here, uh, Jenny, uh, as just like Gasoline Man, I don't see how Jenny's going to come back from any of this with the, uh, with the exactly. authorities. Yeah. So Same. Jenny is pretty much, she's trying to get him down into the, the hole to get back to his home planet. So she, um, um, beautiful GS-11 man, gave them the go-ahead to go, and then FBI man is like, what the fuck, you shouldn't have done that. So he's up in a helicopter, but pretty much with the the rest of the army up in helicopters, and they're like, we're gonna do, like, one warning shot, and then after that, you can kill them, pretty much. So, like, if they don't stop. Mm-hmm. So Jenny and him, Starman, are running. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get... I, not to any certain location it didn't seem like they're trying to get to the middle i guess that's where the drop point was for the the flag saucer which we don't see for a little bit here but they're dodging the bullets there's a point where you think they are dead and then much to the dismay of fbi man they are not dead even though it's just kind of like yeah kill them like that'll show them like, now they're dead. Got it. Yeah. Now, now we can't do dead. anything. Like that. The eventually they're like they ran down to the bottom of a hill. Like where are they gonna go? Like yeah. Get them in and a, then this a is, big crate or something. <laughs> this is the beautiful moment where the start the spaceship comes out of nowhere. Everybody's in awe of it. Even though this has been an alien that they're tracking yeah. the entire time, knowing exactly. Like, they know, uh, there's no part of this movie where they don't know exactly what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what car they're looking for. They know exactly where he is at all times as they're tracking this person. So they know that this is an alien and they know that this is the drop-off point to get him there. But they all seem very, very shocked to actually see the actual flying saucer come. Like, they're mm. like, oh, God damn, it's real. It's real, yeah. It's a whole thing. So, like, and then there's this beautiful moment where the orb comes down mm-hmm. and it starts to snow in Arizona. In Arizona that's, of all places, or Nevada, where are they? I think They're they went back to Arizona. I think they passed yeah. Arizona and they came back. And so it's snowing. Jenny's like, tell me you love me. And he goes, I love you. Mm-hmm. Tell the baby to use the orb. To use the orb when he's ready. <laughs> if he wants to. If not, it's totally fine. <laughs> And this is if you still have the baby. We discuss. <laughs> Take the, the weekend. <laughs> Think about it. Let me know. 
If you accidentally killed a baby at any point in time, please contact me through said orb if you can figure out how it works. But the baby will know for sure how the orb works. You know what? Let me write this down. <laughs> so they're having their beautiful goodbye, and uh, eventually uh, he gets onto the the spaceship and he goes back home. We should say too stays. that she gets shot initially, right? Or she gets. Oh! We did skip over her getting shot. Yeah, because that was the foreshadowing of the uh, the deers that that we saw. So okay, so those those crooked cops during the chase scene right after the vending machine, that was the cops that are like, "Fuck these people." We like we got this, and then like so yeah, they're they're chasing Starman and Jenny, and then they fucking shoot Jenny in her side. Yeah, and then yeah. We're, we think Jenny's dead, or we know she's not because we just saw him resurrect a deer, so we know that he's gonna resurrect Jenny. Like, nice try, Carpenter. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does resurrect Jenny, and the before they make love, that was the whole. We skipped to the mm. we skipped to the love scene, <laughs> but he resurrects her first before they do, which is it was a nice thing to do. You can't have. You shouldn't have sex with a dead body, and Starman knew that. Even <laughs> he did know that, yeah. <laughs> good for him. So yeah, we went back. We forgot that Jenny died. So good catch. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. So anyway, he's on this ship. The big red beam comes down. He gets on. Um, he will die. He can't. They discuss him sticking around. I always like just. Uh, to, I always think it's funny because it always feels a little bit like he's just like, oh, no, I can't stay. I'll, if I am here too long, I'll die. And she's like, come on, don't you want to stay a little longer? Enjoy your baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just how shitty it would be if he came to the planet and pregnant. It was just like, gotta go. Like that or me if you thing. need me. <laughs> Look at the time. You're a super girl. I mean, that's literally what happened in that episode Pretty of The much. Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he he probably has uh, floozies all over the galaxy. Yeah, he's like he just goes. He's he's going to the next planet to do the same like, thing. <laughs> uh, your seventh son just orbed while you were gone. Oh fucking hell! I thought like, that she would for sure say no to that one. What are the chances you land in that specific part of Wisconsin where there's a woman whose husband has just died and who has a full photo book with human hair inside of it <laughs> like what are the odds that that exact thing happens he's like uh, he you'd be surprised <laughs> yeah <laughs> an excuse every time you'd be surprised <laughs> there's a lot of widows with their husband's hair <laughs> i don't have a big map that i get from my marble that tells me the exact <laughs> locations of women that have departed like husbands with hair Starman, it sounds like you have a little bit of a time. <laughs> no, it just is a coincidence, is all. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's the end of Starman. I loved Starman. I, I loved thought it was Starman incredible. Too. I had a really, really good time watching it. I kind of couldn't believe it. Uh, I, I wasn't was... expecting to like it this much. I know. That's the thing. It's like, because the whole time you're like, there are some things. It's like, well, this is obviously an, you know, like an E.T. thing. And it's like, it's kind of, it is kind of weird, but I'm just like, I'm so in it. And everybody is just given the performance of a lifetime and they're really yeah. selling everything. And 
And I just I just bought the whole thing and I'm like, heck yeah, I, I love it. And I, I was so ready to watch it again today. I was like, I'm just gonna <laughs> do it. Like I don't even care. And then you didn't do it. Well, I got twenty three minutes in. Um <laughs> But yeah, so beautiful uh, movie. I recommend but, it to say, everybody. Yeah, try to get it on YouTube uh if you can, I guess, or you pay three dollars, you know, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> if I wanted, I if wanted. You... <laughs> So, uh, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to say? Is there anything else that we say? No, I think we we finished. I got to get back to chainsawing my backyard. Oh yeah, you got to get to chainsawing, and <laughs> I've got more sitting around to do. So, <laughs> folks, thanks for everything. We'll see you for Scream Four next, I believe. Tell uh, us what happens more in Starman. They're all yelling. <laughs> We need the more details. Read us the credits at least. Oh, okay, the credits. Yeah, good credit sequence. I can't remember the song. Uh, I think it was I get no. I can't get no satisfaction. Isn't that what they kept playing? Well, think that was the intro because that was on the record. Um, Yeah. But was that the was that the closing song? You might be right. I could. I Uh, think so. We will reveal at the beginning of next episode the winner of the twenty minute or 15 minute conversation and who yeah. got the seven dollars and what oh you know what we should have done is we should have said that the, get, they gotta pick the next topic we can still say that but we don't know and seven dollars okay you have to the lose okay let me do this real quick i'll do this real quick so this i know this feels like it's dragging on a bit um the loser would it be the loser has to buy something with seven has to spend at least seven dollars to buy like something that's the topic of the next episode, or does the winner get the other person seven dollars? You like you would give me seven dollars and I would purchase something for the I next want the seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so whichever one gets me seven dollars from you. Would you be willing to use the seven dollars to purchase something that would then be used in an episode absolutely okay that'll be the rule that you have to use whoever the winner gets seven dollars but they have to spend the seven dollars on something that will be used for the next episode okay well this is starman lovers yeah all you starman lovers out there we had a great time and i hope you did too so we'll see you later bye